and we're live yes hello yes hello <laughs> welcome to the live reality game show podcast i'm your host lee once again back with me sadly is aaron and tonight it's personal and we are going to talk <laughs> about it yes we are Aaron, <laughs> oh it's so sad to see Aaron, how are you doing well, it's been a couple years, so doing okay. Um, no, I'm doing well. Um, living it up in New York, as we talked about last time. So, yeah, I'm living my best life, you know? Yeah, it wasn't too long ago. We just had you on the podcast, and now we have you on again, but this time for mm-hmm. much sadder reasons than your best friend going. Yeah, you that was still going. sad. I, it was still quite sad. Would you say were you more sad about you being voted off or when Dylan was voted off? Because it was a lot of crying. Yeah, I would say it. I think it was very different emotions. I think it was more definitely way more sad when Dylan was voted off. And then it was a lot more angry and hurt when I was voted off. So as far as what yeah. was sadder, I think it was definitely Dylan going <laughs> Yeah, because we kind of got a hint that you were upset when you voted off with the people. Mr. Tad, yeah, I don't Mr. think I really let, I don't think I really, really let it get to me, honestly. No, no, you very much kept your composure together. Yeah, I like to think so. I think the big question everyone wants to ask, have you talked to these people since? Because we all know it's a certain someone missing from Keep Your Torch List. <laughs> um, yeah, I like, I am perfectly chill and perfectly civil with pretty much everybody um there's no like harbored anger or anything like that like there's definitely people that I'm not best friends with at this point um but overall as far as keep your torch lit I was just like this is my chance to kind of say what I want to and I want to have somebody there that was going to like rebut all of that and like (laughs) try to put his spin on everything and I'm like this is not about you um so I wanted that to just be my time say what I wanted to say without fear of having to like hold something back because he was right there and it's like I just wanted to be able to speak my piece without yeah having to feel like I had to hold anything back or without being you know rebutted so that's the reason and Sam was super chill about it like I was he was the one that like reached out for scheduling purposes and I was like you know he was super he's he's a very nice guy like he's very much you know no no bad blood no he doesn't like having people not like him so um I don't have any I don't hate Sam there's like I don't hate Sam in the purposes of like but when talking about Michigan all-stars I don't want to talk about that with Sam (laughs) I mean, you can be best friends with someone and have certain things where it's like, maybe we don't need to talk about this. And we didn't hear Sam's side of it in the recap part. And he was very respectful about it. He mentioned, like, me and Aaron are good. We don't hate each other. We're not going at war with each other across states. Yeah. And pretty much his defense to why he was targeting you was because it's because you're Aaron who wouldn't target you. So very complimentary. Yeah. We like Sam on this podcast. I mean, he's <laughs> he's on my draft team for the Michigan, which I'm doing okay. I only lost one person, and that's because I was randomly given Tom. <laughs> Although, <laughs> uh, you could have gotten really irony. lucky with that. But... I could have. I mean, my other options were Will and Akshay, who... <laughs> Also did not do well. There was a couple of people on the wheel, but let's just say there was more I would have preferred. Um, Also, funny thing about my pick, my first two picks were Sam and then Adam. They're always meant to be together. I guess so. So I guess let's talk about, let's go back a few episodes after post Dylan trauma. We get to the swap, which yay swap or more like okay megan's no longer on your tribe but let's bring in four new people on with how things went so i think would you say the swap would you say you were swap screwed or chosen screwed because we know sam ultimately picked you to be on his tribe to vote you off right i think 
yeah, absolutely. And I think that I would have, if I was not with Sam in particular, especially, I would have had a much better go of it. Um, but like being with Sam, Lucy, and Adam all together really, really tanked me. And um, yeah, it was like, it was such a whole range of emotions. It was such a roller coaster, all in that just a span of five minutes of like, yes, I we get to swap, like super excited. Like I, you know, threw my buff to the ground and like fist pumped and I was just so excited for a swap. And that was one of the things like, um, uh, talking to my mom after because I called my mom after every single tribal council challenge whatever my mom's always Aww. caught up on what's going on so like talking to her I was just like I just need like I just need a swap is what I need right now uh and especially after Dylan went home I knew that I had no shot if like that original Pawnee tribe went to <laughs> tribal council again like because I had no shot so I was so so excited so excited when they did when they announced that it was a swap and then yeah one of my like honestly only and biggest regrets is not like like fighting when I got chosen almost like I genuinely would rather have just been like can I just be the person that's not picked like I would have literally offered to be in the Jesse position if it meant that I didn't have to be with that group um I don't know what they would have done. I'm sure they would have said no, but I wish I would have at least tried, you know? I mean, yeah, Brady the host. He has to rig it for you. <laughs> you would hope so. You would yeah. definitely hope so. What's the point of having your friends run the entire show without the fix in it? Yeah, right. Which, that must have been another hard thing, like, with him reading the votes and ultimately, like, seeing, like, oh no, Aaron's <laughs> no! one home. See, even he's, even <laughs> the dog's upset. <laughs> yeah. Oh, give me one second. I'm going to put him in the bathroom. Oh, no worries. If you guys have any questions for Aaron while she's on the pod, please No, I'm not. He's comment. It's fine. Oh. Say that. So yeah, Brady ultimately reading the votes and being the one <laughs> to snuff your torch. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that was not ideal. Obviously, yeah. it was. And I kind of talked about this on... <laughs> I talked about this on like keep your torch lit too where it was like kind of a like I, there was two sides of it where a it was really nice to just kind of have my friend there right away um but him being the one to like yeah read the votes and snuff my torch it's like you want there to be a little more disconnect there you want it to just feel like some neutral party is doing that not somebody mm. that you you know are very close friends with <laughs> Um, and so it just like, I don't know, it felt a little extra bad, honestly. So. Yeah, because looking at how the votes went, 4-3-2, Jackson played his idol. 4-3-1. Yeah. 4-3-1, yes, there was only eight of you. Jackson playing his idol, ultimately sending you home, idling you out. The only way to get out Aaron is to idle her out. But the one thing, so we found out on Keep Your Torchlet that Sarah Gallagher actually told both you and Jackson the whole plan. Yes. I have some questions. Why tell you, and why put the majority on Jackson knowing he's playing his idol? Why not just put the majority on you and just tell Jackson, yeah, you're the majority, but make you the majority wasting his idol instead of giving him a proper idol play? If you were I don't ultimately because the... I don't think the goal was to like the goal was just to make sure that the idol was played. So yeah. I thought the ultimate goal was to get you out. So that's why I was confused. Well, I mean, it's both. It's both, but like I think primarily it was to get the idol out of the game. And so it's like, yeah, you're gonna put the majority on Jackson just in case he doesn't play it, because then the idol is out either way. And then another thing, why tell you if the majority's on Jackson and Jackson believes this plan on going on Lucy? The idol will still be gone. And because even if he does the play it, secondary then... goal was to get me out. This is this was the way to make sure that both the idol and me went out. Uh, well, not I still don't get it. Maybe our well, next you can ask. Can... I was gonna say you can ask somebody who was a part of that plan because I'm not. <laughs> Let's um, see what our second guest has to think about it. So. Hey, Shane. Hi, Lee. Hi, Aaron. Hi, Shane. Uh, we're having a Scotty Survivor recap reunion here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy to be here. 
always yeah. there for Aaron. So. so introducing now Shane, one of the co-hosts of Sky Survivor. If you have not seen either of the seasons, then you're completely missing out. Season ton season one was a mess. Season two is on a whole different planet. So yeah. Shane, how have you been? How have you been? How have you been thinking of the season? I personally have been enjoying it a lot. I was very disappointed with the outcome of this since Aaron and I are very good friends. In fact, I'm literally leaving to go see Aaron in like 10, 15 minutes. So yep. um yeah, uh, I think Ian is a master. Like he's just so freaking good at this. Um, and so it's make it it's made it super interesting to watch. Um, even if things weren't going the way I personally hoped they would, uh, at least it's completely entertaining to watch and you never know what's coming next. Yeah, I was fully convinced watching during like the tribal council out of it being like, yep, Lucy's going home a hundred percent. I I knew as soon as we got that Aaron confessional like right like before the vote where she was talking about like oh the plan's gonna go well i was like the plan's not going well but i don't know which way it's like something's gonna go wrong you just don't know exactly yeah. as you know being a being a survivor editor yourself yeah no ian is really good at tr like tricking people as well so i was like fully convinced that jackson was the one leaving but obviously it makes sense that he would have played the idol yeah, especially um, when you're told you're being sent home unless you play an idol, which right. is our which is our topic before we came on. What do you think that this the plan that Sarah Gallagher had to tell Jackson Aaron? Yeah, we're not actually going with you. This is how the votes are being split. Play your idol. I think Sarah was probably thinking, "Hey, I have some." like chance to gain even a little bit of favor since like I'm making a decision that is against these people but I'm at least going to give them a shot if they have something to save themselves and it I would be very surprised if like either of them had written her name down since she was the one who had told them so like let's say Aaron had an idol as well and they happened to both stay or like somehow the plan goes wrong and they and they both stay Sarah at least told them like at least gave them a heads up whereas i don't know if the others gave any indication but they would have left you completely blindsided whereas so like that's in my opinion that's good gameplay of giving somebody like especially in an all-star season where like anything can happen like you never know if your plan is going to work having some sort of backup i think it was smart of her yeah and i was definitely surprised seeing who were the Aaron votes seeing that it was Sarah, Jackson, and Brie, and that the three main people that were hardcore gunning for Aaron didn't even vote for her. I think that probably was intentional. I mean, I can't say, but I, if I were thinking about it, I would say probably an intentional choice that if somehow Aaron stayed, it's like, well, look who voted for you. It's those three and not us. That would not have helped their case. <laughs> I yeah. think they knew that they were dead on arrival with me regardless well, like, after sure, coming out of that. I thought that was very strange as well. Was there, like, Aaron, any hope in working with either Sam, Adam, or Lucy? Because we did surprisingly see, see see some confessionals with you and Lucy. Coming into All-Stars or, like, after the first tribal? After, like, once the swap happened or, like, after the first tribal? No. Or was it just, like, they're dead to me? It, I mean, it's not that they're dead to me. Like, I still had conversations with them. I was still like, you know, you're in this game and I'm in this game. Like, let's at least talk. But like I said in the episode, I knew that every single conversation I had with Sam was bullshit. And I knew it was the same with Lucy and with Adam. And it's like, yeah, when Lucy has that, you know, when she's saying to me in our conversation and she's like, oh, I told him not to pick you. And then she was, yeah, I saw her like actually laughing in the episode, like while he picked me and then while I'm getting voted off, it's like, Okay, she's so. just having a time. She's constantly laughing. And then you have Adam on the other end crying. That confused me. I, I, I've, I'm curious to know if that's touched upon in the next episode because I feel like that really came out of nowhere. So I was very surprised by that. I mean, Sarah was surprised. Everyone's not making a meme of her reaction. That, Sarah's reaction face to that was perfect. Perfect. It felt very much like 
why are these people crying? Why do they have emotions? Well, I totally get like why Aaron would, and I totally get like it makes sense. Like if you put, I think it's hard for people that are watching this to remember that like this is sometimes more than just like a game. You pour like your whole college experience into this type of club for like months, years, and you finally get the chance to play again and it's cut short early. Like that is, it's, it's really not even necessarily about like, I'm, I'm only speaking from my standpoint, but like, it's not even necessarily about winning. Like it's about having the experience, like getting to do this is just something you like really don't find a lot of places. I know there's like LRGs, but like, in a college environment it's so unique and so the opportunity to play again and like it's different once you're voted out it is a hundred percent a different story so being voted out and being emotional about it makes no. complete sense to me um for especially if it's an all-star season but it wasn't just yeah it wasn't even just that for me yeah. like i was i was going through a lot of personal shit at this time yeah you had a a, a rough like, go like yeah a, my a great-grandmother had just died and my entire like drumline friend group was falling apart around the same oh, time no. too so it's i literally it felt like survivor was all i had um so yeah. it was it was yeah that, that like that's what really crushed me was that it's like this is the only thing that is going it wasn't even going well but it's the only thing that i had going for me it felt like because yeah, on the other end of it, like I was it, nothing, nothing in my actual life was going right. So I was just really hopeful that uh, I could get some footing in the survivor world. But that yeah, did not happen. So. I think you had, I mean, obviously, there were um, like, probably things that you'd probably go back and do like a little bit differently, like that first week, maybe. But I think you were also dealt like a really tough hand, especially at the swap. Like that was that was really brutal to watch the the pick like that was rough i'm not exactly i don't exactly get the strategy there like i'm not a, like what was the thought like they were gonna be a team of four and then you'd be gone like yeah that was pretty much it <laughs> like it's never that simple you know what i mean i and, get it as like a just in case you know what i mean right. like i think the it was just the presentation of it that was so obvious of like I'm going to pick Adam, I'm going to pick Lucy, and then I'm right. going to pick Aaron. It's like, if there was even another person thrown in there, like, remove Adam or Lucy and put somebody else in, then it's then it doesn't even feel as bad. But it was those exact picks in sequence that was like, that's yeah. what that's what hit, you know what I mean? Well, to me, it's the, for the whole argument to be, oh, we're not working together, which we saw a lot this episode. Like, who are they fooling with that? Yeah, I mean, apparently like, Nick, Bree, and Sarah. I, I, from the edit, at least, it doesn't seem like they were fooled. It just seemed like they picked their side. Yeah, I think, well, now that we mentioned sides, I need, think we need to bring up the axis of evil. <laughs> I, um, I literally, Lee, I, let me tell you, when that title drop happened, not a single part of me thought that that was about me. Not a single part of me was like, oh, that's got to be me. Like, like, I was shocked when Sam said the actual episode title. I was like, I was like, me? Megan? Evil? Yeah, that, that's shocking to me. I also was very shook. I convinced myself that it was the other way around. I thought it was you calling their lines the acts of the people because that's it makes it sense. Been. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, do you not under do you not know how evil you are? You <laughs> voted with friends. I know. You, how dare I? You aligned I... with someone who was in a secret relationship. Kevin was there. Okay. Kevin, was, <laughs> Kevin is evil. I will give him that. And Jackson is also kind of evil. Kevin's a but, sweetie, though. But he is evil. In the game, especially sure. in Survivor, Kevin is deeply evil. Um. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, the one thing that I was thinking about is like on on keep uh, your torch lit. Jack was like talking about how like it's like Aaron, like the person who's like the hero of this season. Like both times, like the fan perception is like largely very positive. Like you have a huge underdog arc. It doesn't like that was very shocking to 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 watch. Um, 
But I, I mean, I understand as somebody who is like played and hosted, I understand when you're playing a game and somebody's against you. Yeah. They seem it's like they're evil the because they're not that, working with in me. the sense of like, yeah, you're the hero of your own story. So right, absolutely. Sam um, probably thinks that he's a hero too. He was like, oh, like when we thought at the beginning it was heroes versus villains, and Sam's like, oh, I'm on the heroes track. Was he actually? He, I mean, the blue tribe, yeah, Pawnee. But that was not. It wasn't heroes versus villains. Like that's that was the rub. If I was casting heroes versus villains, Sam's is not on the hero tribe. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. I mean, that being said, like, I am impressed by the fact that he was able, it seems like it was him. Maybe it was partly Lucy, but it really seems like it was him. I am impressed that he was able to sway those three, um, considering all I mean, the This time. is my interview. We're not saying positive things about things like that. <laughs> Wait, we have to constantly talk shit with Sam, Adam, and Lucy. <laughs> we don't have to talk shit about them. We just don't have to compliment them. Yeah, well, okay, we are not a shit-talking podcast. We only talk good things about who's with us. Yes, I like that. How about, yeah. it was shocking to see... <laughs> it was shocking to see... I mean, it was shocking to see Bree, uh, uh, Nick, and um, Sarah choose that side, considering all that had happened in the game thus far. Like, there is so much that's happened already, and Sam has been a really central part of that who is a huge target and i get the argument of having a shield but i am also surprised by the choice to go after jackson and aaron who nobody seems to want to work with in the game besides megan and apparently kevin who started the whole rumor which was and just... that's the thing is that it's not even a real alliance is that there are no there's no group chat there's nothing we have never met up anything like that we've all met up individually i think but like there was ne there was never a group chat so like i don't understand when like i think it was like emily b was like oh yeah bailey told me that like kevin showed her receipts from this alliance i'm like how could there be receipts there was nothing there was no purchase. Um, there were no purchases. There can be no receipts. Unless he was like, he said in text messages to like Megan being like, yeah, you, me, Aaron, and Jackson, and that's it. Yeah. It's Kevin's yeah. word against the world. I mean, it's so many times like hearsay is what ends up happening in Survivor. So like one person says something and it's immediately truth, whether you like it or not. Like they just, anybody will, if you're paranoid enough, you'll believe what you hear. So... And especially in such a high-strung season, like All Stars, where every I, I think Michigan too, like to an like to an extreme, like you can tell how much they care about it. Like I'm not saying like other All Stars are not like that, but like this one, I feel like the stakes are like really, really, really high. Yeah, I mean, there's only two to compare it to. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Well, that we that have aired. Yeah, I know there's probably, like, more in, like, production for other college survivors. Yeah, oh, totally. And, like, that's, I'm just, based on what I've heard. Yeah. So. Out of the two fully aired seasons. Yeah, oh, yeah. That are out there in the world. I mean, Maryland was pretty high stakes, but this is also right up there with it. Like, I, I feel, like, the emotional trauma that they're all under. <laughs> yeah, this is just a season of trauma. Yeah, that is a great way to put it. I also kind of want to bring up every tribal you went to never went well for you. But I feel like all the tribals you didn't go to, everyone that was against you went home because Emily P went home. Will went home. Tom's not good for anyone's game. So <laughs> Tom is great for anybody's game that's on his tribe because he will always go before you. <laughs> yeah, so it's pretty much every time you went to a tribal something horrible happened. But every time you didn't go through a tribal, something great happened. Yeah. And also, this is just a season three massacre, because we lost Dylan, then Emily, then Will, now Aaron. All that's left are the people nobody thought were coming back. All the no, season three big names Emily are B and Jesse? And Andrew. Uh, and Andrew. Okay. Well, so, I feel like Andrew has, like, a pretty strong reception just because he was rocked out. Yeah, I mean, other than that, though, I mean, what else is he bringing to the table other than the fact he got rocked out? So did Kara from season one, and nobody's talking about we her. Are, we do not do Crouch slander here. We love Crouch. Um, I, I mean, I was a huge Crouch fan, and I think it's just because he's an entertaining, like, confessionalist, and you could, like, he I thought he was, like, a huge contender, so him going out in episode three was 
on big hit. I feel like that's like playing a very different game than Caro, who is less present than yeah, I know. Like when you have a cast like season one, when you have like Lavana, Akshay, the Alex's, Liz, like Mitch, there's so many people, and Matthew, there's so many people that are Cooper? like Cooper. I said Cooper. <laughs> you did not say Cooper. <laughs> Cooper. Um, that's like a cast where like they were getting most of the screen time, so like Kara seems less like of a character comparatively even though no idea so i have no idea whether that's true or not yeah not really she wasn't really much i just bring it up right it's an edit like we don't really know what happened other than those the edit like i'm sure there's <laughs> much more that went into it yeah we'll just have to i was gonna say we have to ask Ian. he didn't edit season one somebody called claire after she's done like winning <laughs> another reality show Get George Jane on the phone. Iconic yeah. of her. Yeah. Let's see. She's on, She's produced a Survivor, was on Big Brother, done The Amazing Race. We need to get her on some other show now. Get her on Traitors. I hear that's a big hit. Oh my god, it was so good. So good. I still need to watch the US one. I've only seen the UK one. US one was... Yeah. I mean, Suri. US one like, was fire. I would imagine. Uh, what else does... <laughs> I thought it was something that I immediately forgot it. So let's talk about this challenge real quick. And this is probably not something I'll ever say again. Let's talk about Leia in this challenge, drunk off her mind. I loved somebody somebody in the live chat, or I think it was in the live chat, was like, Leia's really trying to be iconic. (laughs) (laughs) So funny. It was a lot. It was a lot. She's I'm not three years in. How weak is she? I know that's what I'm sorry, I had the same thought. I don't I don't mean this in in a negative way, but I'm not exactly sure how drinking that much would help you win a challenge. I don't think that was the goal of it. Like it no. was they were they were beers for tribal, and then we just so happened to have the challenge right after tribal. So it's like you might as well and you're just sitting during the challenge, so you might as well keep drinking, you know. I mean, let's get a drunk tribal happening. Everyone in the show is legal, right? Not everyone. Most mm-hmm. are. Vote off the underage ones and then just... Yeah, right. Like out. Adam. That'd be good. <laughs> he's taking shots before he's doing challenges. Mm. Yeah. I think another yeah. thing to mention is... Oh, are you going to say Shane? No, I was just saying it was a time to watch. Yeah, that was a... Oh, yeah, that reminds me. Michigan is turning into a Pornhub show with the amount of fetishes. Whoa. <laughs> Hold on. Whoa. <laughs> no funny words. Everyone's talking about how, like, Michigan's now, like, a foot fetish channel. That I have okay, seen. Well, and I talked about did... that on Keep Your Torch Set as well. How did we get from foot fetish to that though that's what i want to know the that's amount of shirtless men we're seeing the fact that we had a shower confessional from adam where we could have seen something that's just a very here's the thing you, like you have to understand that shirtless men are just kind of like it's like water in survivor michigan like it's like i'm not complaining i'm enjoying the view i'm just noticing that literally I, every single survivor party Half of the guys are shirtless by like yeah, fall thirty. But I feel like we don't see as much as we do on All Stars. Like if I rewatch yeah, yeah. the other seasons, I'm not yeah, right because it's all it's all it's usually at parties. It's usually when they're drunk. But now I think in like All Stars, I think a lot of guys were like, "Oh well, got to show it off," or they just you know they they saw Brady and they were Damn. like, "So true." <laughs> they but they were like you know they just wanted to live up to their host. I think that that's what it was. Yeah, and very few of them live up. I can think of maybe two. Name names, Lee. Who are you crushing on? Andrew and Jackson. Mm. Like, they're the only ones. I mean, Cooper is fine as well, but... Cooper's fine. <laughs> I can't let that get to his ego. It's <laughs> and fair Sam, enough. Nah, Sam as well, but now I'm just going to start listing off the entire cast. I shouldn't. You're all attractive, okay? Deal with it. Um, well, I have to leave in a minute if I'm going to be on time. But uh, 
Uh, I guess my. I'm like, sure my... your host would understand if you're a little. Late. <laughs> Shane's my gonna life. pop in at the back end of this podcast no, and just come into my frame. <laughs> um, my, I guess my like last question for Aaron is, I'm sure you've already been asked this, but like, what was the most surprising thing watching all of this back? Not just this episode, but like this specific, like specifically. Um, oh, that's a good question. Just all stars. I would say. Like, for me personally, I would say it's how much Nick underestimated how much I love him. (laughs) Because Nick is truly one of my favorite people in the whole world. And I said this on Keep Your Torch Lit, too, but he was like, I remember in episode one bonus scenes, he was like, you know, Aaron's way closer to Cooper than I'll ever be. And I'm like, that is, like, slightly true. But the difference is I would die for Nick and I would die twice for Cooper. (laughs) <laughs> like that's how it is. What I does that mean you die twice for him. And like I just I would just I would do anything for Cooper. Uh. Um but it's and that's like and he's not wrong. Like in the like Cooper's when he had a confessional and he was saying like a lot of people will bring me far, but only Aaron will bring me to the end. And that's true. I a hundred percent would have brought Cooper to the end. Not out Syracuse Mini. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> Yeah, I'm here with Syracuse mini finalists. Cooper. True, that's true. He'll be here soon too. <laughs> we'll get him in. <laughs> Once he gets voted off or if he comes to the party. Oh I, yeah, I was gonna I meant in my home. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally gonna be a reunion for you. No, it is, yeah. <laughs> oh um, yeah, it's like half of Survivor Michigan's in New York. Yeah. Yeah, we have a contingent here and we have a contingent in Chicago pretty much, and that's Basically, where everyone else. Akshay's in. We've got some people on the West Coast. Like, yeah, Akshay's in California, but. Yeah, anyway, so I got to hop off. Um, thanks for having me, Lee. Aaron, see you soon. Uh, go watch all the Survivor Michigan content ever. It's great. Ian's a rock star. And um, a new Scotty trailer dropping very soon. Oh, yeah. yeah at the end of the month. I about that. <laughs> yeah, don't forget right. to plug your own season, your own no, series. It's not about this. Is about Aaron and Survivor Michigan. <laughs> there's, there's my own channel for that. Yeah, we'll uh, recap Scotty once that comes out, and exactly. we'll most likely right. the same three. Have a good night, y'all. Bye, Shane. Love you. Bye. I'm also seeing a new trend. Are we seeing a trend of Aaron's getting 16th place? <laughs> I guess. I hope not. Um, I would call it maybe more of a curse than hopefully a trend, but the we'll see if we have any places. any other 16th place errands on future Michigan seasons. Who knows? Yeah, I guess we'll just have to cast them all and see. Battle of the errands. <laughs> we'll I am, I will say, little little teaser, I am the casting director for season six, so Ooh, who so knows? Is your name Aaron? Yes. <laughs> I wonder who the goat Aaron is. Oh, yeah. Great question. <laughs> really hard dick there. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's the Aaron that almost won. Yeah, maybe. It could be. So how would you compare your season five journey to your season three journey? I know they were both traumatic. Yeah. You cried a lot in both. <laughs> yeah. I just cry a lot in general. I'm a very emotional person. I'm sure that doesn't come across at all on screen, but... Oh, no, very calm, very collected. Yeah, very right. I don't think I've ever, like, you know, raised my voice or had it shown any any hint of emotion. No. Um, I think it's... So I said this on Keep Your Torch Lit 2. Season 3 was easier to play and harder to watch. And Season 5 was harder to play and easier to watch. Because in Season 3, it's like... Yeah, one, like, some shitty things happened, but it was pretty much just one night where I, you know, read all of those texts and then I was able to actually, you know, get get some footing and do well and, like, kind of take control of things. But in season five, when the same kind of thing happens and I'm just immediately placed on the bottom, I knew I was on the bottom and I really couldn't do anything about it, like, even though I tried really hard, you know? Yeah. At least so, I wasn't, like, blindside. In, sorry? At least I wasn't, like, a blindside to, like... I honestly kind of, like, thinking back, I wish it was. I would have rather not known. I would have rather Sarah not told me. 
Yeah, you know, just, she, like, I understand why she needed to tell Jackson, but I why you as well. I literally just yeah, because it, it was just building up throughout the entire tribal council, like throughout the entire questioning, throughout the entire like voting. I was just getting more and more depressed and angry because I knew what was coming. I knew what was about to happen, and then the catalyst was definitely like expecting a tie at least and maybe having a chance to fight and then Jackson voting for me and not even giving me the opportunity for a tie that really really broke me at the time yeah because I know watching a lot of people were shocked at the fact that Jackson did vote for you now we kind of know it was like ah, where he was no. told you're like you were both told prior to the plan and I think you also mentioned this on keep your torch lit if people don't know what this podcast is that we're referencing, don't worry, it's not that good. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard of it. Um, Never heard of it's it. kind of like not to draw it out. Yeah, it was because it there was no yes, this is this is this is Twinkie. Yeah. Um, the infamous idiot. The... <laughs> um, but yeah, it was and he he like came up to me like right after um, you know. Brady said his final words. Then Jackson came over. He was the only one, obviously, because I told everyone else not to talk to me. So Jackson came over and like hugged me and kind of like let me know that he was like, yeah, we knew what was going to happen regardless. Like a fight wasn't going to do anything. Um, a discussion period wasn't going to do anything. So he was like, I didn't want you to have to sit through a revote. Yeah, Just, because you know. But it's like at that point, that's kind of what the whole tribal felt like, knowing that I was going to go home. So. Yeah. Yeah, you would have really had to fight for, like, Nick, Bree, and Sarah. But at that point, where it's like, if they wanted to vote with me, they would have done it, and this tie would have exactly. never happened. Exactly. And that was the only, and, like, yeah, I only stuck, if I knew that Jackson was going to vote for me, I would have voted for Sam, just as kind of, like, a final fuck you. Um, but I didn't want to it to be, like, 2-1-1 for the... <laughs> You know, after the idol was played, so... Oh, yeah, just in case it was, like... Yeah, I wanted to at least, like, I was, like, if Jackson's gonna stick to the plan, then I, like, I want to at least do that and get a tie, but... Yeah. If I and... knew that he was gonna vote for me, I definitely would have voted for Sam. Yeah, and it's not like you're gonna vote for Jackson. You don't vote for your allies. Right. exactly. I would never. Like, that's not and... even, that's not anything that would ever cross my mind. Yeah, you're the anti-Kevin. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I personally like my allies in the game. <laughs> I give Kevin a lot of the blame for me going home by, like, leaking an alliance that didn't exist. Yeah, I mean, Kevin, should we just talk about Kevin for a little bit? Because I didn't get to recap season four. Because what the fuck was that? Why would... Oh, God. The whole, like, thing with Will and what just happened. Yeah. It It was definitely... It was harder on Kevin than he let Let's on, on in the episode um he did he called me after that tribal like really upset um and he was he's not an evil person he's an evil survivor <laughs> player he is not an evil person he plays but... up his character yeah yeah because i think this I think... is also kind of mentioned in keep your torch lit while we're really just get us on that podcast already <laughs> jack sam sarah hire me <laughs> I'm a big season two stan. <laughs> they kind of mention this as like, we kind of already know this. None of you are like evil in the game. It's like, other than like Kevin. Yeah. Because Jackson. Yeah, Kevin make, Jackson still makes logical choices is the thing. Is that like, the, everybody is working to further their own game. So like, yeah. while it can be looked at a certain move, a certain idea can be looked at as evil by some people, by the people who have the other rooting interests, then it's not going to be looked at that way. Like, yeah. there's there are comments that are like, you know, oh, that's the axis of evil. That's crazy. It should be Sam, Lucy, and Adam. And then there's other comments that are like, oh, why is everybody like, and then like, there's, yeah, there's other comments that are like, why is everyone vilifying Sam, Lucy, and Adam? And it's like, there's no there's no black or white it's it is fully dependent on like your rooting interests and who you are who you want to see go far but those people are still all looking out for their own best interests that's the thing about kevin is that he will do things and make moves for chaos reasons (laughs) for reasons that like he just doesn't want to go with what's easy because it's not fun kevin wants to have fun first and play good survivor second (laughs) 
I mean, which you kind of have to appreciate because if he just simply went with the plan to vote off Megan mm-hmm. or the plan to vote off Andrew, it just would have been another boring sangria. And everybody was already calling sangria the boring tribe. Mm-hmm. Kevin had to do something to change it up. Exactly. And again, looking at this axis of evil, Jackson is also not really evil. Like, outside of his confessionals, what has he done that's villainous? Nothing. Exactly. He hasn't had, I mean, he also hasn't had the opportunity to. Like, he. But even you if can't... you look at his first season, what did he do yeah, that's villainous outside of shit people? Right. Yeah. Nothing. He's, he's a villain in a, personality. Yeah. He's a sweet. Jackson is secretly a sweetheart. He just doesn't want people to know it. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I adore Jackson, but I did once, like, during season four, I was filming a confessional for him, and there was, like, a couple of his friends in the room, and um, <laughs> he was, like, he left the room for a moment, and I just turned to his friends, and I was, like, is he is he always like this, or is he just doing this for the camera? And they just were, like, oh, he's always like this, <laughs> which that was really funny, but on the other hand, during All-Stars, Jackson and I were, like, walking from espresso royale which is like where everybody did all of their meetups um and I'm surprised saw... meetups happened at the same time since you all just no i know that is place. so true you have to like scout it out first you know but <laughs> we were walking from there and uh we saw i swear to god the tiniest dog i have ever seen in my life this man literally squealed <laughs> like literally truly squealed and i was like this is a good man like I don't care about anything else. He squealed at a tiny dog. This is a good man. <laughs> and to answer your question, actually, fake I- eighteen fake idols. That's not evil. That's just concerning with how much time you have. <laughs> Where does this man find the time to make fake eighteen fake idols? I- Where did he get the products? I don't know. He's in. Yeah. He he makes law school look very easy. <laughs> he's a great advertisement for law school because clearly nothing is going on. Yeah, come to law school. You can easily you can even play Survivor yeah. and still somehow pass. I'm just thinking of Jackson now squealing at a tiny dog. It's, oh my god, it was an amazing moment. But I am a Jackson stand till I die, so. Yeah, I don't want to admit it, but I I like him now. <laughs> I remember hating him throughout all of season four until like the episode before he got sent home. Oh my god, incorrect opinion. Yeah, I know. I have horrible opinions of people. They're always negative until I get to talk to them, and then I'm like, oh, now I feel like a jackass. <laughs> so you should, if you just started positively, then you could avoid that. <laughs> Starting positive, never heard of it. <laughs> everything starts negative until proven. Just like in Survivor, everything is true until it's proven a lie. Mm, I feel like it should. it's the opposite in Survivor. I assume everything's a lie until it's proven true. <laughs> but I feel like these people will believe anything they're told. Oh, it's okay. Like, I want to give can... a shout out. I forgot to do this on Keep Your Torchlight, but on that note, I want to give a shout out to Moose Caboose in the Discord. Uh, Harry. Um, okay, so this comment I loved. This is this is from even before my boot episode. This is from the 12th of January, and he says, "Feels like it doesn't matter how hard Sam can mess something up, he'll still come out of Tribal unscathed. He could literally pull a gun on Brady at Tribal, and the tribe would go, nah, let's vote out Aaron instead.'" And I was like, I had never felt so seen. <laughs> And reading that message and that was before i was even voted out but i'm like it's so true like how how is the concept the idea of me being in an alliance with the three other people on the bottom of this game how is that scarier than sam being a literal three-headed dragon don't ask me this is why i picked him for my draft i said this this man has the power to be a constant target and never go home. It's insane. It's yeah. literally He and insane. Cooper have this weird ability of having that happen. Yeah. I, I guess don't it's just know. about being likable. I'm just not likable enough. I've got haters. Sam and Cooper <laughs> don't have haters. That's, that's what it is. Sam and Cooper have haters. It's just well, they're, they're not, not as the active. Game. They're not in the game. I just don't think they're that active. I feel like people are actively trying to get you out. And yeah. it's just, I don't know, maybe it's just like the epitome of male privilege. Who had that episode title? That was Aliza. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Aliza. She pro- she had it right from the beginning. Yeah. That's like, 
I don't want to say that's the only thing I can think of because it's like sexism, but then uh, that's a whole another conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have like any favorite moments from the season? I know you mentioned your last time you were here, the whole like, that's funny, Emily, sunk. A- mm-hmm. What's the phrase? I don't know beer pong. I don't go to college. It was it was just the last cup. Like I had the last cup. Um, yeah, that, I know that was like a whole moment for you. That was huge. Got... Yeah, I had a couple good challenge moments. Um, and like Dylan coming out up and telling me that we won the Lego challenge. That was really good. Um, any I'm challenge like beast. Yeah, any of my like yeah little moments of people like that. Like I just loved. I even had like a nice moment with Adam. We we were like idol hunting in a library once, and we like found a porn book together <laughs> that was really funny um survivor porn hub, it is yeah you. yeah but sure the next challenge i'm pretty sure these people are stripping uh i saw yeah, some shirtless guy in it probably most likely cooper that was the, that was also really disappointing to me when um so my i like i stuck around after this like you know that like akshay is at a couple tribals yeah. and things like that like we were invited to kind of help out on the production side of things if we got voted out pre-jury oh, and nice. my paper plate award for this season is actually most likely to be a top five member of production despite actually not being on production <laughs> um so it was yeah it was definitely frustrating to like see that the scavenger hunt was the next challenge and that i didn't get to do that because we didn't have a scavenger hunt on season three so oh, yeah, there wasn't one. I never got to do one. And like that was really disappointing for me. That was like honestly one of the biggest frustrations about being voted out was like not getting to participate in the challenges anymore. Because I participated in every single challenge in season three. But Oh yeah, you even did the wrestling challenge. Mm-hmm. That must have been fun. Yeah. Get your aggression out on some bitch. <laughs> I did have fun with that one. That was Who like are you yeah. fighting against? Bailey. I thought it was been fun. It was, yeah. Um, it was me and Nick versus Bailey and Kevin. Yeah, that must have been fun. Insider info on scavenger hunt for season three. It wasn't <laughs> one, actually. <laughs> That's the insider. There wasn't one. <laughs> yeah, I. if I ever somehow do a survivor or something, which will most likely never happen... The scavenger hunt is definitely one of those challenges you want to no. do. It's like, um, it's going to make a drag race reference, but I don't know if you watched that. I do not. Oh. Uh, what's the survivor challenge that everybody looks forward to? It's like the survivor. It's like if you want touchy subjects to happen and you get the lid off right before it does. Yeah. Hold on. Sorry. Just trying to no worries. look. I mean, that's one with your education. I guess. <laughs> Eat your books. <laughs> uh, I guess... <laughs> Quiet! <laughs> Sorry, people are arriving. Oh, uh, my party people. <laughs> I was just about to... What was I just about to do? I was about to say, like, do you want to give, like, final words to your All-Stars experience? Um, yeah, um, hold on. I'm going to have to open the door in a second. Um, No worries. Yeah, it was like, I don't have a lot of regrets. That's just kind of how I live my life. Um, And hi, one second. I'm on a, this is Chloe. Hello. Hi, Hi, Chloe. (laughs) Um, Yes, we all know Chloe. Um, Yeah, I would say I don't have any real regrets. I think I slightly mishandled obviously my first conversation with Sam in week one but I think I don't regret telling him the truth like yes we stand Chloe yeah um, we like Chloe I don't I like I just wanted to all I was trying to do there was like be honest with Sam and just be like listen I'm trying to throw you a bone even though you just royally fucked up um and that was my mistake you know, is throwing Sam a bone, which, you know, you give him an inch and he takes a mile and he's clearly been taking a mile, but I don't have any regrets of how I handled it. Anything. I 
took it personally at the time, obviously, because I had a lot of shit going on. Um, and I, it was just built up the entire tribal of just being sad and sad. So, um, yeah, I still love most of the people that I played with. Um, so yeah, no, no real regrets. Um, sad that it had to end the way that it ended, but if we're being honest, regardless of when I would have gone home, I would have been crying. So, um, sorry to disappoint anybody that was rooting for me. Uh, that's the biggest thing, but yeah, my, also, if anybody has any other questions, my discord DMS are open. Any questions that weren't answered here on keep your torch lit. Um, but I just love, yeah, I love how much people love survivor Michigan. Um, even if you were rooting for me, please keep loving survivor Michigan. Um, Ian is the most talented person I know. So we have to keep supporting him. Yeah. It's it's not gonna be the same without you, honestly. Like Thanks. now, who's gonna drive the story of the season? <laughs> You'll have to. I don't know. We'll have to find somebody else, I guess. Who else are you gonna root for for this? Jackson, season? root for Jackson and Megan. We can root for them. What's their ship name? Maxon? Jagan? That's better than Jagan. <laughs> yeah, I Great. think Maxon's better. Team Maxon, are you team axis of heroic heroicism? Sam, Lucy, and Adam. God. Or who knows, maybe your team, who's a random person in the season? Maybe your team, Bree. We do love Bree. Bree's great. Yes. Bree has not gotten a lot of screen time. And that's most likely because she hasn't gone to many tribals, but we need more Bree time. Yes. Bree time's always good. Yeah. And like Erin mentioned, she's in the Survivor Reddit Discord and the Michigan channel. If you want to send her praise, tell her she was robbed <laughs> again. Feel free. We'll, we'll accept it. Yeah. <laughs> and thanks everyone for watching. And we'll see you next time for another Michigan trauma experience. <laughs> Absolutely. Bye, everyone. Bye.